Civil Group, Real Estate and Ramblings, Podcast, Episode 3. Local chat with small business owner Debbie Jansen of Booked in Chestnut Hill, as well as announcing our Civil Group Book of the Month for mm-hmm. April. For those of you that are new to our podcast, my name is Jennifer Ranella. And I'm Michael Civil. Also, if you're new to our podcast, you will learn soon that Michael chooses our intro music and changes it with every episode. So, Civil, why the tune today? Uh, I chose Paperback Writer from The Beatles because uh, I thought it was fitting for our guest today. And uh, that's it. Okay. Do you know who The Beatles are, Jason? You look lost. I am lost. I don't know who The Beatles are. You really don't know who the Beatles are. I mean, I've heard of them, but I don't, I don't know any. any the song. Fab Four. No. You don't have no clue. Not at all. All right, we're gonna work on that. Yeah. Sorry so that. to bring it back around, kids, uh, kids, today. kids today, we definitely, with every new song, have introduced Jason more than likely to a new band. And like the fact that you don't know who the Beatles deer are, deer in headlights. Every I mean, single time. it really. I was thinking classic. Beachy Boys. So what do you listen did to? Did you just say be- Beastie Beach? Boys? No, he said Beachy Boys. Oh, he didn't even say Beastie Boys. He said Wait, Beachy Boys. It's not. It's not the. It's the Beastie. Oh. What do you listen to on your you drive to work? You don't know who the Beastie work? Boys are either? Oh, no. This, this oh, might all be right, all right. Time. We're going to bring <laughs> it back around to the podcast, as I often have to do. Um, do you see, know who Rick Rubin here we was from last month's book okay. of the month? Yes, I know who Rick Rubin is. Okay. Are you sure? Okay. Okay. Um, since we don't always want to bore you all with real estate 24-7, even though that's our life pretty much right now, especially in the spring... We thought we would change up the topic for this episode. Just as we are small business owners, we wanted to celebrate some of our favorite small business owners. And first up is our very favorite, Debbie Jansen of Booked. Booked is an independent, woman-owned bookshop located in Philadelphia's Chestnut Hill neighborhood. It is equally exciting to have Debbie here during Women's History Month. Woohoo! <laughs> Sorry. Got all excited. Okay. <laughs> Debbie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're our first podcast chat. We're excited to have you here. Um, what made you take on opening a small business on the Hill, and more specifically, why a bookstore? Mm-hmm. I think it's basically the belief that everybody has a story to tell, and um, there's nothing better than having a book in your hand. So it kind of brings community together with a story. Nice. So, and Chestnut Hill had to be the place, because this is where I grew up. This is what I know. There's lots of people around, and it's a great spot. Have you always thought that you wanted a bookstore? Um, I think that when I was growing up, I knew that I had that Pollyanna romantic idea of of having a bookshop. Someday, someday. But um, just like I wanted to be an actress, my parents were like, we're not paying for that. You're going to go and be a teacher, which is, you know, kind of performance. Um, and surrounded by books. So mm-hmm. I thought that was the best of both worlds. But um, as I got older and life changed for me, mm-hmm. I knew I had the bookshop in my head mm. and it wasn't going anywhere. So I had to make that happen. And you opened right around COVID, didn't you? What was the opening day? It was September 16th, 2021. That's so what I thought. Right in the heart of COVID. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
was there anything that you went through having to open during you must have been starting this before that or did this come from 2020 and being home too much and the idea that you wanted to do it <laughs> no I, I know that is true ran it's, out of books to read I, yeah I, ran out of I needed do, my own books it what i mean i was you know, i had been teaching for over 20 years at springside chj which is mm-hmm. where i wanted to be um because that's where i went to school um and yes during covid in that very insulated time you start thinking about your life, where you are, all the changes that have happened. Um, you know, I got married, remarried, September, or I'm sorry, June of 2019. Wow. And then boom, March of 2020, we're right into COVID. So yes, lots of time to think, this is a great time to change, and this is a great time to pursue the, the lifelong dream. And this is your first foray into your own business, oh, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then did supply chain issues ha- happen for you with mm-hmm. the books, or did you start so early on that you were able to be very well stocked? The opening inventory was fine. There was no problem there. However, going forward after that, it, there was a, a little ebb and flow that I had to take care of, particularly with the children's books, because the color printing was being taken over to China. That's where it happened. Oh, that's interesting. So the, getting them back into the U.S. was an issue. So my girls um, always love stopping by the windows, different times, different months. They're they're different. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what are some of the other things you you're doing to incorporate in your daily business strategies to include the community? Author events. Mm-hmm. Um, we have story time for children. We have signing book signings. Nice. So and that happens a lot. So the book signings are kind of even on a Saturday afternoon, if you're walking by, we have the authors there to sign. And then author events take place kind of after hours. Um, and it's great. I mean, we, ha- we have a really great response to those events. So and do you, do you use social media? Is that that's yes. how mm-hmm. you get most people mm-hmm. there? We got you have a good follower. wonderful Instagram account and um, led by another small business that just recently began called A Little Better Company. Hmm. Um, and they're fabulous. And so, yeah, they take care of my Instagram account and, and also my webpage. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Are they local as well? They're kind of all over the place. But, yes, uh, the creator, founder of the business, Simon Rogers, is here. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And that company's what? A Little Better Company. A Little Better Company. Yes. There we go. We just gave him a little shout-out, yeah. too. Interesting. <laughs> Um, so if you follow us on Instagram, you're aware that each month we get together with Debbie to choose a book of the month. The book is then available um, at a discount um, at book for the month when you mention the Civil Group. This month's book, the national bestseller, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Michael, you know I love to read, but self-help books usually do not appeal to me. However, I found this one not only to be intriguing, but, <laughs> but also it was a very easy read. We're always talking about consistency with our team, whether it's consistency with mailers, social media, or even communication with their sphere. Basically, every little thing you can do consistently to maintain that drumbeat, which can translate to a larger sales presence. So the premise of this book is small, consistent changes, i.e. habits, make for larger strides mm-hmm. in life. Um, I, I wanted to pull a quote before we talk to Debbie about why she chose the book. There was a quote that really resonated with me. So to, to quote James Clear, 
He said, human behavior is always changing, situation to situation, moment to moment, second to second. But this book is about what doesn't change. It's about the fundamentals of human behavior, the lasting principles you can rely on year after year, the ideas you can build a business around, build a family around, or build a life around. And I thought that that was a very good way to, to describe um, what he goes through, one, from his story, and two, how he uses changing small things mm -hmm. consistently mm -hmm. for larger changes. Um, Debbie, what appealed to you about the book that made you and Melissa and Jason kind of say, hey, this is the one? Well, I mean, it is really is about those small habits and changing them and kind of making things your own way. Um, uh, to also quote him, um, he did say, uh, be the designer of your world, not merely the consumer of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a huge presence in my shop because... I want it to be a certain way. I want people to be comfortable. I want them to come in and feel like this is a place where I can sit and I can tell a story or I can read a story. And so being that designer of your world is so hugely important. But to Clear's point, he's always talking about how you can change it. If you if you believe it, you can change it. And that's another piece that I don't know, I don't know if mm -hmm. you all are into manifestation. Mm -hmm. But manifesting and changing habits I would say were the number one thing that people were looking for to read when I opened which is so logical interesting you know this came out in 2018 mm -hmm. but people coming out of COVID being in COVID wanted to change things they wanted to make their world right. a better world right so that's why when Jason brought it up too thank you shout out to Jason um <laughs> you know it's true that was like the book that everyone wanted, mm -hmm. and I had it was hard to keep it in. Yeah, sure. I, I had heard it was hard. Melissa was saying it's hard to keep it in stock yeah. for you. Yeah, so I was very excited about it because I want to actually engross myself in it. As yeah, well. yeah. No, I started and I couldn't put it down, mm -hmm. which I was surprised mm -hmm. because it's not a novel by any stretch. Although his um, story is really, really interesting. Do Do you know his story? So something of no. I was, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I just found his story fascinating, and I was at um, I was at our conference, our national conference, this week, and it was amazing to me how many people were either reading this or it was quoted a few times during a different panel or two that I was in. Mm -hmm. um, but his story is basically James Clear, and I hope I get this right since you guys are all out there listening, but I'll give you the abridged version. But he was a very good high school athlete, and his father was a minor league baseball player. And he wanted to be a professional baseball player. And he was on deck in high school, younger years in high school, I believe. And whoever was at bat went to swing at the bat. The bat went out of his hands, hit him right in the smack in the forehead. He was basically, both eye sockets were broken. His nose was broken. He had major brain damage. And he was flown to a hospital, I believe in Toledo. Um, but anyway, he was put in a medical-induced coma. Long story short, he got better, got out of it, but through high school could not get his baseball mm -hmm. career back. Mm -hmm. um, went to college, wanted to play college ball, and started changing small habits his freshman year. And it started with his sleep habits, then his study habits, then his workout habits. And he felt like making those small changes mm -hmm. is what allowed him to then become an All-American baseball player by the end of his career. Um, whatever the equivalent of, I forget what it was, it was some kind of presidential baseball award given in college he got. Right. Um, so that's what started. He couldn't, he couldn't, wasn't good enough to be professional, but that's what started this with mm -hmm. the small changes. Mm -hmm. And he started ch studying habits, which um, was fascinating to me. Mm 
right? And I do like the fact that he was more or less saying, you know, just because, don't pigeon, pigeonhole yourself into one belief. I mean, if you do make those little small changes, you can So our last takeaway thought from the James Clear book, Atomic Habits, that resonated with us is a quote, success is the product of daily habits, not once in a lifetime transformations. Jennifer, how would you say that um, correlates, <laughs> your favorite word, Drink. With, with, <laughs> or translates, with, translates to a career in real estate? A career in real estate takes a lot of perseverance and determination. There is definitely no, quote, easy magic secret sauce to build your own business immediately. And Michael and I see that day in and day out with young agents that come in and uh, they just feel like, one, I guess we make it look too easy at this point, but after 20 some odd years. I think Bravo makes it look too easy. Yeah, yeah, Bravo does make it look too easy. But they they think it's going to come easier to them because how hard, you know, could real estate be? And when you're dealing with people's um, probably largest asset it's very emotional and the family is raised there and it becomes much more difficult than people realize um but you need to be disciplined and just as the author was to become an all-american baseball player out of college it took years of good habits and perseverance as well as recognizing your bad habits and working to change them and and real estate takes perseverance as we know and it takes takes working your sphere it takes you know really kind of putting out that drumbeat of constant brand and here we are and here's what we do or here's what I do if you're an individual agent and it takes discipline and it definitely takes perseverance because you will get knocked down several times and you need to kind of keep at it. Something I always tell uh, new agents or people that want to get in the business that aren't yet agents is you're only going to get out of uh, this career what you put in it. So if, if you just think like you're going to get your license and hang it at a brokerage or join a team and all of a sudden you're going to do a hundred million dollars in transactions like yeah it doesn't work like that but mm-hmm. it's a nice thought mm-hmm. well and it, it it's also probably pretty similar to taking on a small bookshop mm-hmm. in the age of online booksellers and we all know who that one really is mm-hmm. and so i can imagine the hard work and perseverance and really determination that it took for you to take that on um, we do see a shift a little bit to small business, but I can imagine that that, talking about perseverance, that probably took a lot of determination. Um, one of the nice things about this community is they want to support the small business, which is great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them do say, I'd rather order from you than read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. That's like me with highway music. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll stand in line in the rain. Right to get something from them on record store day then buy it online secondary mm-hmm. they're great mm-hmm. yeah i love those guys Agreed. well and it's nice walking into some place and you know you, you you definitely feel warm and comfortable and you start to know your clientele and to walk Absolutely. in and if you know your clientele and you know what they like to read mm-hmm. i mean there's been times you've handed me a book mm-hmm. or i've handed you a book mm-hmm. and you, you kind of know what people like and it's great that that's really a nice thing so we definitely highly recommend our april book of the month and please go see Debbie at Booked. Support a small business owner and get a discount to boot when you mention the civil group. <laughs> Debbie, thank you so much for joining us today. It, it was, was a, a pleasure, pleasure having, having you. Um, everybody, so that you know, if you don't know, Booked is located at 8511 Germantown Ave in Chestnut Hill and is open Wednesday through Saturdays, 10 to 5, and Sunday, 9 to 2. And lucky you guys. 
since we had Debbie here, guess what you all got to miss? You guys got to miss Michael's rant well, of the podcast. But So we but, are going to keep no, you I, on topic no, and not allow a Michael I'm not, rant. Yep. I'm not, I'm not going to rant. However, um, you just got back from the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services convention in, where was it? Las Vegas. Oh, your, fa- your favorite <laughs> My spot. My favorite place, not. And you did some fun things while you were there, did you not? I did. Which was your favorite? What? The panel. That was not my favorite. If you're asking my favorite, you all know, and even probably some of the listeners know, it would be the food I got to eat. Dinner. (laughs) Dinner. Uh. Dinner, dinner, and dinner, Mel. And even some lunches. So the food was the food was the only highlight of the trip to Las Vegas. Me having to speak. Uh, was probably not my highlight, no, but maybe for the group. Yes, I had the privilege um, to speak at the Berkshire Hathaway National Convention on how to build a successful real estate team, and I was up there with a couple of very incredible industry leaders, so I felt very honored and lucky to be a part of it. I think I did the civil group um, justice, kind of, hopefully a little, for the my video, first t- the talk. The video is under lock and key. I haven't seen it. And Nobody's yeah, seen no, it. I have it, and yeah. nobody's seen it. <laughs> Crazy how that works. What else uh, came out of the convention so this year, the Jennifer? other exciting news, which I'm shocked I'm the one that gets to talk about this. Yep. I mean, I'm ahead, not Michael Vegas. Civil. Nope. And he's not seen that video because he is mentioned on that video and oh, probably great. a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes, the civil group, which... I could not be prouder, and I'm going to probably get choked up talking about it now, but the Civil Group was awarded number 12 in the nation for Berkshire Hathaway, which was thrilling. To move up in the uh, current atmosphere, I I thought we would have been probably probably behind where we were last year, but I guess that was me trying not to get my hopes up. Michael. I guess you don't track the numbers like I do. And Michael called it and knew what number we were going to be. But Christy Jones, who's on our team, and I were watching the numbers roll, and they got to 17, 16, 15. We started looking at each other going, holy, you know what? (laughs) And then I thought for a brief second, oh, shit, maybe we weren't in the top 25, (laughs) 14, 13. And then I said, we better not be 11 because that's one out of being on stage. And sure enough, we were number 12. So very exciting news and it was a very successful as much as las vegas not my thing well, maybe it was you a very and, successful event maybe you and mark will be on stage next year in yeah, uh, new right, orleans right right that right. would be exciting right right so no you didn't get michael's rant but look at that he's very positive today uh, you know. i guess it's because it's early in the day and uh we've got a coffee sitting here <laughs> so to end today's podcast please dm us at the civil group on instagram with any questions you may have and we will be sure to address those questions at the beginning of our next podcast. Please go visit Debbie and talk about the civil group, and you will get a discount and buy a book and, and definitely support a small business. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more ramblings from the civil group.